Thank you for welcoming me onto your headphones. I'm Eddie, reviewing Fat Man, and this is the rollback. Merry Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, or whatever day it is, depending on what time we're able to get this out. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope your holidays have been great. I hope everything's been going awesome. Uh, it's that time of the year again, and although uh, obviously this year there's a few you know kind of different rules we're having to play by due to the current pandemic, 2020 has been a shit year that's shaping up to close out on a bit of a better, brighter note than before. Um, there's a at the moment of this recording, there's a vaccine on the way. Um, holiday season is hopefully up in the air, and you're able to at the very least you know video chat with your loved ones, you know talk to them, and look forward to the coming better year of 2021. After the son of a bitch that was 2020. That said, this year closing out, uh, there's a funny film that came out. Uh, a film starring Mel Gibson. A film that I had seen the previews for that I didn't realize how awesome it was. Until uh, until I saw it. <clears throat> Arguably the most con- unconventional film to come out. The most unconventional, uh, I guess, Christmas movie to come out since Krampus in 2015. Fat Man. Now, Fat Man stars Mel Gibson as uh, the titular you know, Santa Claus, uh, and he is, well, beset by a naughty child. Uh, this spoiled rich kid uh, decides to hire a hitman, his own personal assassin, to try and kill Santa Claus. Now, that premise does sound batshit nuts. It's because it, quite frankly, is. Um, I did not expect to like this film as much as I did, but it had that weird like niche shtick that I was like you know what I, I'm more than willing to give this film a shot at least once just to see how it'll come out and goddamn, I, I did not expect to like it as much as I did um, in a review earlier this month me and Chema uh, called Elf the most modern classic Christmas film uh, this side of the millennia now I'm not saying this film is an instant classic what I am saying though is that this is Maybe the best unconventional Christmas movie, Christmas movie that there is. Um, Chris Kringle, yeah, everyone calls him Chris. Uh, him and his wife Ruth, uh, played by the incredible, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Marina Jean Baptiste, and I'm sorry for butchering that. I've only ever read the name, I've never heard it. Um, now uh, she plays Mrs. Claus. Or Ruth Kringle, uh, however you want to call her. Which, now that I think about it, have they ever actually given Mrs. Claus a first name? No. They only referred to her as Mrs. Claus. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is sexist. So, uh, Ruth plays his wife, who's very much uh, a loving, caregiving wife. That also brings Chris down to a more real level. She consoles him. She talks to him. She's, you know, his better half. And he'll very much indulge that. Uh, The film opens with a Chris whose uh, Christmas farm, I'm sorry, his Christmas present shop is very much on the rocks. You know, they're operating at a negative loss. Uh, They're having to be subsidized by the U.S. government. Um, Kids just aren't as good as they used to be, which is a bit of a cringe factor in this movie. Uh, I did think that was a bit odd, you know. Kids just aren't as good as they used to be. Yeah, sounds like a grumpy old bastard. Um, And they're having to be subsidized by the U.S. government, who... Seemingly, the world knows. In this world, Santa Claus exists, period. People can't get a hold of him. The U.S. government is hiding him. You know, they're hiding his location. But really, he's just working out of a small town in, I want to say, Alaska? I could be wrong with that, though. Uh, But nonetheless, the U.S. military and the U.S. government overall 
subsidized Chris because they notice that, you know, holiday spending goes up, you know, Christmas, Christmas season, whatnot. Um, and inevitably, this puts Chris into a hard situation where he actually has to have the elves uh, make parts for a U.S. fighter jet, which is really depressing. The fact that Santa has to resort to these tactics to stay afloat. Um, and again, it, this just goes back to his deteriorating health and his deteriorating mindset of Christmas sucks. Everyone sucks. I'm going to drink more. Uh, but there are a couple of cool instances that you see throughout the film where he uses, you know, his strength and his uh, overall, you know, wherewithal. Uh, there's a scene in a bar where a man is hitting on the bartender. Uh, and when she walks away, she's kind of, you know, flirtatious with him back and whatnot. Unbeknownst to her, he's married. To which Santa, you know, tells him, hey, you know, so-and-so, your wife was a good girl growing up. You better not break her heart. You know, you best be going on now. Uh and little instances like that. There's another instance where Chris uses his super strength uh, to lift uh, some boxes that like three soldiers couldn't budge and he's able to lift it by himself. Uh, also, this is a gun-toting Santa, which I didn't think I was going to like it, but turned out to be pretty hilarious and funny. Um, again, I like the, I like everything that he does with this. It's a really weird movie that I not everyone's going to like. But if you can accept the rules of what you're working with when it comes to Fat Man, you're going to get an insanely entertaining film. Now, on the other side of that, uh, we have this little shit kid by the name of Billy Weenan, played by uh, Chance Hurstfield, who plays a really good little shit child. This is Sport Brad, who initially, when you're introduced to him, uh, he appears to be like just you know, a rich little boy that you kind of feel sorry for because you know, clearly his father's never around. Um, but this demented little sociopath uh, turns out to be a complete and utter monster. The worst uh, that humanity has to offer is this child. Uh, he lashes out at everyone. He, you know, seemingly all the all the workers at the you know at their house are all terrified of him, the maid and whatnot. Um, his grandmother thinks he's an angel because obviously that he's her grandson. He can do no fucking wrong. Um, and uh, this film does a pretty good, decent job of kind of uh, showing what a little bastard this kid is right from the get-go. He enters a science competition. He doesn't get first place. He gets second place. He Bear in mind, he has all these other like first place ribbons. He hires a fucking assassin, uh, a hitman by the name of Jonathan Miller, played by uh, Walton Goggins. Who, awesome actor, by the way. He plays a great villain every time. And he plays this uh, hitman really well, this this odd kid that has a personal vendetta against Santa that we'll get into later. Uh, and <clears throat> he hires this guy to kidnap this girl, and he interrogates her using electricity to tell her, you're going to lie and say that you cheated, or else. You know, basically threatening her life. Uh, just because he got second place in this science competition, which, Jesus Christ, kid, how are you going to do it when a girl rejects you? I wonder. Um... And then, you know, come Christmas, Santa delivers a gift, and sure enough, uh, he gets coal. And he runs outside and screams, you're going to pay for this fat man. And at that point is when he hires uh, Mr. Miller, uh, credited as Skinny Man, the hitman, uh, who's going to go after Santa. Now, uh, Miller has a very interesting, some interesting character quirks that some people might not like. Personally, I do. Uh, he runs a toy shop where he collects Santa's old gifts. You know, anything from an old baseball bat, uh, an old plane. He buys them in cash. He just 
he has this massive stockpile of gifts made by Santa, which again, in this world, Santa exists. That's an automatic given. Um, <clears throat> and he just buys these gifts from these desperate people because he only ever got one toy. Um, now we're going to fast forward a little bit to the actual confrontation here. Um, Ruth, after, you know, Santa is having to uh, help kids and I mean, he's having to have his elves uh, create these these things, uh, the U.S. fighter jet pilot uh, pieces. Um, Ruth shows him some files of some good kids that he helped. You know, that turned out good. He gave one child a, um, a fire truck and she went on to become a firefighter. Another uh, little boy became a chef, you know, and it kind of rejuvenates him. He begins to get more positive. He begins to find his jolly, if you will. Um... And from there, he becomes more optimistic. We get a more hopeful Santa, you know, something that we really want. Uh, you know, from there, uh, it just it begins to deteriorate because uh, the elves are already working on this shop, and we get some shop talk between them and uh, Captain Jacobs, which is you know, a commander of the U.S. Army, uh, some of the guards that are you know there on Santa's at Santa's workshop, having these parts made for a month. Um, now, from there. Uh, Miller attacks, you know, and, and bear in mind, at this point, it's more than a little personal. You get the feeling that Miller has something against Santa. Uh, he's able to kill, you know, all the army guards. A few elves are injured in the process as well. Um, and then it becomes a total gunfight between Santa and this Miller guy. And they're just battling each other back and forth. And bear in mind, we are, are, we are well aware of how strong Santa is. Miller is able to keep him at bay because he's an expert marksman. If this movie has done a good job of doing anything, it's this guy is good at killing, period. Um, finally, uh, when Miller and Santa are having the confrontation, they have they talk to each other. And Miller shows him, you know, you see this? And it's a little police car. He says, this is the only thing you ever gave me. And all I wanted, like, you know, I he blames Santa to some degree for the abusive house that he was in. <clears throat> it's very clear, you know, at this point, Miller was in an abusive home. Um, I I want to say that there were cigarette burns on him, like uh, he was abused as a child. Um, and Miller, you know, blames Santa. You, why didn't you help me? Why didn't you, you know, do this? And Santa even says, I'm sorry, you know, my powers have limits. I can't give you new parents. No, I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Um to which Miller kind of responds, it's fine. I'm over it now. And then just starts shooting at Santa. And again, this is where this insane gunfight happens after this great action sequence in Santa's uh, workshop with the U.S. Army taking on this hitman. And what a fucking sentence to say. But sure enough, it's happening and it works. Somehow, weirdly enough, this works. Um, now, going from there uh, in this gunfight... Miller, you see him planning earlier ahead, he's able to stab Santa in the back and then shoot him in the head, killing, presumably killing Santa. And from there, Ruth uh, steps in and is able to lure Miller away and kill him, you know, in their house. Uh, the film, you know, begins to go out and uh, you see Santa is very clearly alive. He's injured, he's missing his, I want to say, left eye now, but he is nonetheless alive. Now, the film ends with him confronting this little shit child called uh, Mr. Billy uh, and confronting him and telling him, you know, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start taking a more hands-on approach. 
if you should step out of bounds against, you know, your mother. Bear in mind, oh, I, I want to set this up real quick. Right before Santa gets to him, uh, it's very obvious uh, the grandma's pissed because she found out someone's stealing money from her account, which, you know, this kid's been paying this assassin. How else? Anyway, um, this little shit is going to poison this woman's milk. You know, he gets a bunch of drugs, uh, opens them all up, and he's about to poison this old lady when Santa Claus walks in, this little rat shit bastard. And Santa confronts him and says, "If your should your mother, should your grandmother meet an early demise, should any other of your classmates, you know, befall harm, should you harm a single soul that crosses your path, child, I will come for you. And I will come. And at this point, he's taken off his bandages. And you see Santa's messed up carved face from this bullet to the head. And you believe him. And Billy is scared shitless and rightfully so. Um, and it's just this weird, badass Santa that I didn't think the world needed. But now I'm not so sure he's the hero that we deserve. Uh, putting this little bastard in check. Uh, and from there, the film ends with um, Chris, Ruth, and uh, and the whole elf crew rebuilding the workshop, rebuilding the home in general. And Santa's more optimistic than he used to be uh, as the film ends. Now, again, very clear. This is not your usual Christmas shtick by any means. But is it worth a watch? Server says, fuck yeah, it is. Um, this is a film that, honestly, I'd watch again. I'll probably watch it next Christmas, and maybe I'll make it part of my tradition. I watch Elf, I watch Krampus. I think I'm adding this one to the list, because it's fun, and it's funny where it counts, and it's really action-packed. It's highly unusual, highly suspect, but nonetheless, a film I'd recommend. A solid B in my scale. B minus B. Uh, Mel Gibson, uh, to quote a good friend of mine, you did good, kid. You, you, you did good. Now, that said, uh, this is the last rollback of the year. Um, assuming we don't put out our Wonder Woman 1984 uh, review just because uh, we don't want to put out the review too early for, in, you know, end up spoiling it for people. Um, but nonetheless, uh, if this is the final uh, rollback for the year, thank you so very much for joining us over these, uh, over this last year, you know, this journey, you know, the... Hell of a year to start a podcast, but nonetheless, we did. Um, if you're listening to this, you know, thank you so much. And happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy New Year. You know, Enjoy the end of your year. Enjoy the end of this year because 2021 will, with no doubt, be better. Um, sorry to get kind of preachy a bit. Um, so one last time for the year. If you're listening to us via face via podcast, please subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube and we haven't been banned yet because YouTube's algorithm is complete shit. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Again, we'd greatly appreciate it. We're just trying to grow the channel and grow this podcast overall. Um, if you do enjoy this podcast, please recommend it to some of your friends. That's how I found some of my favorite podcasts from the rewatchables to Nando V movies to... Um, the my brother my brother and i you know uh please recommend it to your friends you know we could use the help we, we greatly appreciate it um if you want to look back and see any more of our reviews on movies and whatnot or find out more information on our social media you can go to the rollback.net
I've been Eddie, and this was The Rollback.